0: Welcome to episode 13 where I'm sharing the 12 myths of Christmas. I don't know about you, but as a mom, it can be a really overwhelming time of year when we think of all the things that we could or should be doing to make Christmas so special for our kids. So this list is your permission slip to let go of some of those things that really don't matter and to allow more joy and ease in this Christmas season. Hey mama, welcome to Divine Design Wellness where we're putting down deep spiritual roots and embracing our identity in Christ through holistic health. Do you want to love your body and feel confident in motherhood? Are you Googling quick workouts, devotionals or time management tips? Do you wake up with great intentions only to find your littles take up most of your time and energy? Hey, I'm Carolyn, holistic health and essential oils nerd. I too was a mama of littles. I felt like my body would never be the same and wished I could find time for myself. I wanted the confidence and strength to fully enjoy life with my family, but I kept telling myself I didn't have the time, energy, or discipline to prioritize my health. That is until I took a holistic approach to mind, body, and spirit. In this podcast, You will find spiritual encouragement, healthy lifestyle tips, and quick self-care routines to build confidence in your body again. If you're ready to see yourself the way God does and embrace your divine design, go find that pile of laundry you've been avoiding, pop in those earbuds, and let's go. Hey, did you know I have a free Facebook community dedicated to giving you practical lifestyle tips for holistic health using my favorite essential oils, supplements, and non-toxic self-care and home products. I post monthly themed content, host live classes, and answer your questions around holistic wellness. You can join by searching Divine Design Wellness Facebook group, or by using the link in the show notes. We're in the thick of the Christmas season, and there's pressure coming from every possible place to do this, buy that, go here, go there, participate in this event, give to this charity, the list goes on and on. Kind of like Santa's list. (laughs) So over the years, there have definitely been times where we had very little money to spend on Christmas. And I would go through so much guilt and stress trying to find The perfect gifts for my kids that wouldn't break our budget, but would create the most fun experiences possible so that they could have the best memories ever. Isn't that what every mom wants to do? I would see other families going through these like whole Advent things, doing a different activity every day, or opening a little gift every day, and it seemed like a lot of fun, but then... I would feel like a failure when I realized I didn't have the time, energy or family support to make that happen. And I was allowing myself to compare our family to others. And I was losing out on the joy of just enjoying what we were able to do. I was missing all the little things that had already brought my kids so much joy. And I was probably ruining those experiences for them with my bad attitude and a lack of contentment. So what I've learned over the past 16 years of motherhood is that there are a lot of myths to the Christmas season and the spirit of Christmas, and really only a few truths that actually matter. And today I want to share with you my 12 myths of Christmas and give you a little biblical encouragement for keeping that holiday comparison at bay. So myth number one, you have to go out and buy a gift for everyone you know, or everyone that shows up to Christmas dinner on Christmas day. Now, I don't know about your family, but Christmas looks different for year-to-year for our family just depending on where we're going and what we're doing who we're spending it with and Sometimes it can be that you're spending Christmas with a ton of people and the pressure might be there to Spend money and buy everybody there a gift because you don't want anyone to feel bad or left out and I think that's a really big trap because We want our gifts to be really meaningful and from the heart. And yes, we want people to feel loved and encouraged at Christmas. But we also need to make sure that we're not going beyond our means. So one thing that we have done is make sure that we draw names so that um, everybody gets a gift. And we try to really buy something meaningful that they really do want and not just buying uh, cheap things that really don't have a whole lot of meaning. Myth number two is it is worth it to max out your credit cards to see that smile on your kid's face on Christmas morning. Don't do that. It is not worth it. Your kids do not need you to max out your credit cards and go into debt just so that they can have an epic Christmas morning, okay? It's... Very silly and unwise and honestly when you think about your kids talking about what they got at Christmas and other kids hearing things that they could never ever even dream of having, it's a little bit of I uh, I don't know, it could be a discouragement to other kids. Not that I don't think you should withhold from your kids just for the sake of not hurting other kids' feelings. But I do think there is something to just being wise about what you spend on gifts for your kids. And then myth number three is you need to spend hours upon hours in the kitchen making the perfect meal. Even if it means you do it all by yourself. And maybe you end up having to stay up all night Christmas Eve finishing up the last Uh, details for Christmas dinner. I love cooking when I don't have pressure. (laughs) If you love to cook and you're really good at it and it doesn't stress you out and make you a crazy person, you go right ahead. I think that's awesome. But if you know that going and cooking all the food for Christmas dinner is going to rob you of your joy and make you miserable and stressed out and snapping at everyone, please do yourself a favor and everybody else that's there on Christmas and delegate some jobs, delegate some dishes, or maybe pick something that isn't quite so um, crazy and make it simple. Myth number four, the more presents, the more meaningful it will be and therefore you must stay up all night wrapping 50 small pieces of plastic that will end up in the trash by next month. (laughs) I know it's fun to like spoil your kids with a lot of things like watching them open things, but really it's not, it's not important. Kids do not need to have a bazillion presents under the tree for it to be a meaningful Christmas. They will be so happy with whatever you give them and whatever is from the heart and, and you know that they're going to love. Number five, your home must be lit up like Whoville and outshine every other house on the block. I love Christmas lights. Honestly, Um, I just like driving around. I love to see Christmas lights on the houses, but we have not put up Christmas lights at our house for quite some time. In fact, I think we maybe only ever done a little bit of Christmas lights outside our house once. And I think in the future, maybe we will. It's something I would like to do, but it's definitely not on the top of my priority list at Christmas time because it's a lot of work, especially because I would not be the one doing it. My husband would be, and I think that um, unless that's something you're helper really wants to do and would love to do. It's, it can be something that's more of a pressure and a task than is really, it's not fun for everybody. So I think just be wise about what you're prioritizing. And if, if your family loves lights and you want to do lights, great, but don't make that, uh, make or break your Christmas. Six, you have to keep up with the latest trend of holiday traditions like Elf on the Shelf or any other fun but high-pressure activities with your kids. So I have been tempted to do the whole Elf on the Shelf thing a couple of times, but I stopped myself from doing it, number one, because I know my kids would... I mean, they would have fun with it, but they wouldn't be fooled into thinking that it was real for one. And secondly, um, for me personally, it would be something that I would just get burnt out on doing and feel like it was an obligation. So I decided I was not going to go that route. I'm not saying you can't like do those things. I think that it's fun. And if it's something that you really want to do and it isn't going to steal time and joy from your family through the Christmas season, go ahead and do it. Number seven, you have to listen to Christmas music to be in the Christmas spirit. So I think there are quite a few people out there who despise Christmas music. (laughs) And that's okay. You do not have to love Christmas music in order to enjoy Christmas i love christmas music but there's definitely a limit to how much i can take especially when you're shopping in october and there's christmas music already playing that's a little much number eight you have to have pictures with santa every year well (laughs) we have done pictures with santa and it hasn't always gone so well i know when my kids were really tiny that was uh interesting experience it was like they were being tortured to death having to sit on some random person's lap to have a picture and I can understand so don't feel like you have to get a picture with Santa every year and have to force that whole experience if it it's something that works out and you love to do it and your kids love it great if not and you number nine you don't have to participate in the whole Santa thing when my kids were little we did Santa very briefly. And at a certain point, I just decided that, you know, we would kind of, we would playfully talk about Santa and all that. But my kids actually knew from a very early age that he wasn't um, a real person, aside from being a historical figure. And that honestly has been great for our family. Like, it hasn't, My kids have never been disappointed because they understand what Santa is. So if that is not your thing, don't feel like you have to participate in that. I do tell my kids that um, it is something that other families participate in and they really enjoy that and not to go and ruin it for somebody else. So hopefully my kids have never spoiled Christmas for yours. If they did, I am sorry. (laughs) Number 10, you have to have a real Christmas tree. Now I, you know, this is true, but I am a stickler for a real Christmas tree. I love to have the smell of a true Christmas tree. I love going and picking out a real Christmas tree. Um, For the last several years, we've gone in as a family, like our whole big family, we'll go and cut down a Christmas tree. And it's super fun. We make a whole day of it, uh, pack a lunch, have hot chocolate, My husband drags a tree onto his truck. Thankfully, he's a trooper about it, and it does save you money if you're in an area where they have tree permits Um, because you can get a, you know, whatever size tree you like, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. (laughs) Number 11, you need to send out a Christmas card every year to everyone you know. Now, I love getting Christmas cards in the mail, especially people that I don't see hardly ever. It's really sweet to see people's faces and their families and how they've grown over the year. But it's not like I'm so heartbroken if I didn't get a Christmas card from somebody. And in fact, I, you know, I've gotten Christmas cards from people super late and it was great because it just made me feel better about myself because there have been some years where I did went through all the work of getting Christmas cards done and getting all the addresses and writing, writing them out and st- stamps and then just totally forgot to send them out until after Christmas. So receiving a late Christmas card is great because it just makes me feel better for all of my uh, forgotten cards getting sent out. So if you love to send out a Christmas card every year, that's awesome. Do it. But don't feel like you have to do it every year or you've failed at Christmas, okay? And number 12, the last one, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Now, although this may be a wonderful time of year for you and your family, and it it is a fun time of year, but it can also be one of the most stressful, most depressing times of year for those dealing with financial strain, loss of loved ones, or those who might have negative association with the holiday. So keep in mind those who are struggling with those things, those who are in need this time of year, and consider just getting out of your comfort zone, helping your children get out of their comfort zone, getting involved in serving. If there's um, some opportunity that, that you have to be able to serve, I think that's really great for kids to see beyond themselves, beyond the latest or device that they think they need and to see the needs of other people and be able to serve them. And I I think that's a really great way to really bring it back into the real reason for this holiday season. So I want to end this somewhat cynical sounding list with some encouragement for you. When we stop to think about what Christmas is truly about, it's about something that I think is really worth putting your energy into and getting excited about. So more than any other holiday of the year, Christmas is one of the best opportunities to bring awe and wonder back into the gift that God has given us through sending his son in that truly miraculous way and the events that led up. to Christ's birth. And so there is one tradition that I think has been lost for a lot of people through all the crazy of this season, and that is reading the book of Luke and following an advent devotional to help bring your mind back to the whole purpose of celebration this time of year. I'm sure there are oodles of devotionals out there around the advent so really just finding one that suits the ages of your children the amount of time that you can realistically spend on it each day up through Christmas Uh, but really it's just such an incredible story to be able to share with each other this time of year and to just really keep your mind brought back to why we're really celebrating Christmas. Another one of my favorite things to do is to watch The Chosen Christmas specials. So if you're uh, familiar with The Chosen show, they have some really awesome Christmas specials that really bring to life the relatable aspects of the Christmas story. So take this list with a grain of salt. I hope it isn't anything that you're taking Personally, these are all things that I think are fun. I think they are things that we have done throughout the years, but it's not something that I allow to become uh, so important at Christmas time that it makes or breaks our holiday. Don't forget to head over to my free Facebook community where you can get all my favorite essential oil tips and take advantage of free monthly themed content and live Classes. You can find that Facebook group at Divine Design Wellness or by using the link in the show notes. Hey friend, I hope today's episode blessed you. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share with another mama who may be struggling to see themselves the way God does? Also, please leave me a quick review on Apple Podcasts as it brings me so much joy to know this podcast is helping you. All right, I'm off to chauffeur my kids around again. I'll meet you back on Tuesday for another episode. Until next time.